Hi, amigos y amigas. You are listening to the one and only English Made Simple show. This is episode number 120, 120, numero 120. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, amigos. Nice to have you join me today. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. EnglishMadeSimple.net I'm your English coach and your Jedi master. <laughs> you can think of me as uh, your Yoda, showing you the way to English fluency. As the host of this successful English learning podcast, I have been listening carefully to what you guys really want. Uh, and in the past few months, I've received requests from you for English lessons. Some of you have reached out to me needing help with English and asked about lessons where you could practice the speaking part, the speaking bit. You know what? You've been listening to me for a while now, for over a year actually. And I think it's about time I listen to you. <laughs> Having said this, I'm really excited to announce that I now offer one-on-one -on -one lessons, face-to-face -face lessons where you can speak and learn English with me. The lessons you get will be tailor-made, classes a la medida in Spanish, uh, to suit your needs, uh, your requirements and your schedule. Horarios o agenda in Spanish, schedule. All the lessons you get will be strictly in English. This is to help you because I want you to start speaking English like um, right now, immediately. <laughs> By engaging me, amigos y amigas, you will get to your goal faster. You will become a better English speaker. You'll be speaking English in no time. So if you would like to practice your English, just go to my website, EnglishMadeSimple.net. Click on the link, learn with me, or email me if you have any questions about my coaching style um, and how I can help you. I'm here to answer any questions you may have. Radio, cool bananas. Now let's start with today's show. Today, today I want to share a tip with you on how you can sound more fluent in English. And uh, we will also be talking about outdoor activities. Outdoor activities. So, last week we covered uh, gym workouts and we learned some new vocabulary. And then in the last short and sweet episode, we learned some new and useful phrasal verbs when it comes to food and exercise. How many of you did exercise last week? How many of you exercised last week? How many of you ate junk food last week? Huh? Come on, be honest here. For example, me. Well, I went to the gym twice last week. Uh, that's an improvement from the week before, actually, when I didn't do any exercise. But the reason for exercising last week um, was because I had chips. I had chips, papas fritas. I had french fries. I ate junk food, so I had to burn those calories. Right, I had to work off all that junk food I ate. And um, I'm kind of uh, over the gym environment. I'm kind of over it, um, to tell you the truth. I spent too much time at the gym in my early 20s that now I prefer to take it easy. I prefer to do Pilates and maybe some floor exercises. I'm uh, yet to get into yoga. I'm not 
so stretchy, but um, I will soon try it. Anyway, uh, the reason I'm kind of over the gym environment is because it is enclosed. It is an enclosed space and you exercise indoors. It's an indoor activity. But what I really enjoy doing is the outdoors, to be out of the house. Um, If possible and if uh, weather permits, I like to spend time in the nature. Go hiking, jogging or walking on the beach. That's what I enjoy doing more than going to the gym. Well, today's episode is still relevant to the last week's episode, which was about exercise and fitness. Only this time, I would like to teach you vocabulary related to recreational activities or outdoor activities. And uh, at the end of the show, I will share a tip how you can sound more fluent when talking about outdoor activities. So stick around. Well, what do I mean when I say outdoor activities? You can do your exercises indoors or outdoors, inside or outside. The opposite of outdoor is indoor. Outdoor is an adjective and can be used in other contexts, uh, not just when you talk about exercise. You can use it to describe other things like events, concerts and uh, gatherings. You could be attending an outdoor concert, for example. Um, Well, I have one personal example. When I went to see the Rolling Stones live in New Zealand, their concert took place outdoor. They, uh, it was an outdoor concert. Uh, then it started to rain, I remember, uh, as is the case in New Zealand. Uh, it rains quite often there. But that didn't really stop us from having fun and dancing like Mick Jagger. <laughs> what are some other activities you could be doing outdoors? What are some outdoor activities? What are some other outdoor activities you could be doing. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy swimming in the pool or piscina in Spanish, the swimming pool, I mean, you could go to an outdoor swimming pool or an indoor swimming pool if you like it indoors. (laughs) What this means is that the swimming pool is located outside. When we say it's an outdoor swimming pool, it's uh, out in the open. And an indoor swimming pool is located inside a place, inside a building, undercover. It has a ceiling. Ceiling is techo in Spanish. And it will protect you from the rain. Cool. Uh, What else? Uh, You can use the word outdoor to describe a person who enjoys to spend their time outdoors. You can say, for example, Carlos. Carlos is the outdoor type. He likes to climb trees and eat bananas. (laughs) Escalar o subirse a los árboles y comer bananas. (laughs) There it is, a bad joke. That was a bad joke. (laughs) Okay, so Carlos is the outdoor type, meaning he's into hiking, bushwalking, mountaineering, doing outdoor activities, really. So, as I mentioned uh, earlier, an outdoor activity means doing stuff outside, out of the house. So, do something that requires you to be outdoors. That's an interesting word, outdoors. If you like to spend time in the outdoors, it means you like to be away from people, somewhere where there are fewer houses, where it's not very crowded, 
summer in the forest, the bush, <laughs> uh, on the beach, summer out in the nature, far away. <laughs> what are some of the outdoor activities that we can do? Well, an easy one that comes to mind is hiking. Or if you're in New Zealand, uh, they call it tramping over there. <laughs> Other people call it trekking, bushwalking. Um, in Spanish, this would be salir a caminar or caminata in Spanish. Uh, you can also go jogging on the beach um, outside. Well, if you don't like jogging, just go for a walk. Um, walk at a fast pace to increase your heart rate, which is good for you. Any type of exercise is good for you, whether it be outdoor or an indoor activity. Cool. If you're an adrenaline junkie, you're a bit of a thrill seeker, you enjoy the adrenaline rush, then uh, you can do some extreme outdoor activities. You can go rock climbing or upsailing. Another word for upsailing is rappelling. That's another thing you can do outdoors. Um, what's the other one? Caving, white water rafting, skydiving, paragliding, kite surfing, windsurfing or just surfing. These things are popular here in Australia. I think you can tell that I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I am quite the opposite of an adrenaline junkie. I am scared of heights and acceleration <laughs> or speed where I'm not in control. Some people enjoy it and... I do admire those people, but I still like to be on the ground doing something more relaxing, such as walking. Uh, adrenaline junkie is a reference to someone who is addicted to the adrenaline rush. Addicto a la adrenalina in Spanish. And amigos, uh, what do you enjoy doing? Which one do you prefer? An outdoor activity or an indoor activity? Hmm, interesting. Think about that. So, amigos, let me share a tip now. Whenever we talk about activities, uh, it could be our hobbies as well, we normally use the word go plus the name of the activity, which will be in gerund form. Gerund is the ing at the end of a verb. For example, what are you doing this weekend? This sentence implies a future tense, so my answer will be I am going fishing. Another example. What do you like to do on the weekends? Meaning, what do you like to do every weekend? The answer will be I like to go fishing. For example, last weekend I went fishing. That's in the past tense. What are you going to do this weekend? I am going to go swimming. Next month, I will go skydiving. <laughs> every winter, I go snowboarding or every winter, I go skiing. Whenever we refer to a recreational or leisure or athletic activities, we construct the sentence with go plus ing. Remember that the verb go will change according to the tense. It's an irregular verb and the past tense is went. Participle gone. Where's Carlos? He's gone fishing. <laughs> what did Carlos do last weekend? He went fishing last weekend. 
Well, I hope this uh, was crystal clear, clear as mud. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, amigos y amigas, uh, this brings us to the end of the show. Before we finish, let me ask you this question. What did you do last weekend? Think about activities you were doing. And if you didn't do anything special, then say, I did nothing or I didn't go anywhere or I didn't do anything. We have to use the word anything here instead of nothing because we can't have double negatives. If you want to learn more about the double negatives, we cover them in episode 114, number 114. So hop into your time machine and transport yourself to episode 114. And it's been a pleasure jamming with you today, amigos y amigas. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Bye.